everybody, it's Luke from Foot Tech, another episode of Shouting from the Sidelines. It's just me today and it's going to be a fairly short one. We're going to try and mix some of our longer podcasts with some really short value-add podcasts that, that parents can listen to quickly, just for some hints and tips and uh, we'll try and do that today. We had a great conversation, or I had a great conversation on Saturday with a parent and she asked us a question, when is the right time for my child to quit? And I'll give you a bit of context in a second, but we thought this would be a really powerful and, and uh, useful thing to talk about to everybody else as well. So this might happen if your child in a football context is maybe substitute all the time, getting the odd five minutes, 10 minutes here and there. It may be that your child is in a squad with a starting team, start a match day squad, but isn't getting into that match day squad. And there comes a time when you may have to decide, is this the right place for them? So she asked us, we had a great chat, like I say, and, and, and she asked us this question and it just got us thinking. Um, so we want to just give you some information today, really, on this. And first, let's get straight into it. First, what we would say is, is your child enjoying the sessions, the, the being a part of this of this place, are, are they enjoying it? That's the first thing to consider. Maybe they have a lot of school friends or friends in general that, that go to the same place and they're there as much for that social side as they are for the football side. There's an argument to say they'd probably enjoy it more if they were playing in this team or with their school friends and so on. As, a, as opposed to perhaps just training uh, and maybe only having five or ten minutes on a, on a Saturday or Sunday whenever they play. You know, I think from looking back when I used to play, I loved being with my friends playing football for a team, but I really enjoyed playing that match with my friends in the team. So, so there, is, there is that aspect to it is, are they enjoying it? And is it, is it more, is it, is it something more? It's not just the football, they're there for something more. You need to get to the bottom of that before deciding to move on to the, uh, to the next step, really. Now, this parent, I think the way she went about it was absolutely fantastic because she's recognised that this has been happening for a, a number of months. And instead of just throwing her hands up in the air and, and pulling her child out, She's actually used it as an opportunity to build some resilience and character in her child. And I think, I think the way that she articulated this was, was fantastic. You know, and the, the, the little boy has, he's been enjoying the sessions. Nothing wrong with the sessions at all when he's there. He's obviously wanting to get into this, to this team. Um, but instead of just pulling him out and finding another team, which, which would be quite easy to do for him, she's, she's almost promoted him to stay and try and do his best and try to force his way into this team. And for whatever reason, it's not working out and, and it's, it's reasons above and beyond uh, pure football talent. And so, you know, this is, this is what we're talking about today is, is, is it just the football side? Is there something else going on that you need to get to the bottom of, which we'll, we'll get onto in a second. But I think parents can really take a lesson from that in that if something is not going quite right and, it's your child is maybe a little bit upset with certain things is not just to throw your arms up in the air and say that's it we're off it, is it a chance to build a little bit of resilience and put an arm around them and say look just give it another couple of weeks um i think i think that 
can really help them overall above and beyond just enjoying their football. I think longer term, that would be a massive thing for them. The fact that regardless of what happens, they've stuck at something, uh, even though they've not got the result in the, in the end, they've stuck at it. Even better is if they stick at it and they end up forcing their way through into the first team squad or whatever it is. How powerful is that? The fact that, that you as a parent promoted the hard work aspect to them and just keep going, keep going, give it another try. And actually, they've succeeded. The life lessons there are huge. Uh, on both sides, whether they do succeed or they don't, they're huge. But that is so powerful. If they've had a little bit, you know, a few weeks, couple of months or whatever of, of, of trying the hardest and it not coming off, but then they do push through. Wow, you know, that's a, that's, that's a big deal. Um, the other thing that I thought was great with this particular parent was she'd, she'd talked to her, her child about it and to the point where her child actually was, was prepared to go and talk to the coach himself and not from a, you know, a negative point of view. He was going to be phrasing it along the lines of what can I do? What can I do to get into this team? And looking at that from a coach perspective, if I had a player come to me and ask that question that that is I mean, in terms of an attitude ticking the box that is superb rather than just not speaking to me and and getting your head down and not you know not, not being not trying I guess and just moping around the fact that that child would come up to me and say what can I do to get into this team as a coach that's fantastic that's when you can start giving them stuff to do at home or get them to think about certain things um, but I thought that, again, was a, was a really powerful thing. Maybe age comes into that a little bit, but as a parent, I think that would be a fantastic thing to, um, to promote to your child, and that could be in any context, not just football, but the fact that they've, they've actually approached an adult and spoke to an adult without you being there, again, from a, from a softer skills perspective, longer term, how, how good is that? The fact that you've got a child going to talk to, to an adult, quite a scary situation. Yeah, it's their coach, but still. And they're going to have this one-to-one -one conversation with them. That, again, from a, from a development point of view, is huge. So another thing to think about there, definitely. Um, I would also say in these situations, is it their problem or is it yours? And what I mean by that is, Yes, we all want our child to be in the, the, the team. We all want our child to be, um, you know, that, that one that's doing really well. But is it your ego that's getting in the way of actually your child's quite enjoying what they're doing? From, from a coach perspective, me as a, as a coach, every child should be developing. And I'd always promote the fact that children should be playing, getting regular playing time and stuff like that in matches for football and so on. But... From a parent point of view, if you you know if the child is just happy doing what they're doing, then there is that case of is it me that's actually the one that's bothered about this? Um, I'm seeing all these other parents have a great time with their children going to these matches and stuff, and I want part of that. Um, or is it the fact that the child just doesn't want to do that? Is happy just going to training, enjoying their football with their friends, and then not not bothered, not being bothered about getting into a team or whatever. So there is. There is that to judge as well, but that comes down to the conversations that you have with your child. That's maybe not, are you enjoying this? It's maybe just some open questions and you'll soon get to the bottom of, of what's happening and whether or not they actually do want to continue this or, or do they actually want to have a change or what do they need to do to, to, uh, to change their circumstances within that team. The next 
point we wanted to make was how best it is to go about something like this. Um, we've run Foot Tech now for coming up to eight years and the parents who seem to have the best approach to this are the ones that come and talk to us. So we're not a team, as a lot of you know, but it may be questions as to around um, why is my child not getting this or why is my child not being given that award or whatever. We have these conversations. Um, but I think the parents that get the most out of this are the parents that come and talk to a coach one-to-one. -one. So from a, from a grassroots team perspective, for example, I think those parents that are in WhatsApp groups complaining and moaning all the time, that, that's poisonous. It doesn't do anything for the club. And you may have a coach, you may have a manager that, that shouldn't be a, a, a grassroots kids manager. There's plenty of them that they're not, they're not there for the right reasons. But I don't think it helps anything if you're openly vocal about any issues because it just creates a bad environment as a whole. And, and you don't want that for the rest of the children, let alone yours. So my advice would be is to talk to this coach one-to-one. -one. Don't throw your arms up in the air. Don't be screaming and shouting. Is go and talk to the coach. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It can be after a session or before a session. Maybe drop an email to them or a call, to, a text to say, can I have five minutes of your time? And go about it in the right way. And, and it comes back to that earlier point. If your child um, is going to go ask that question, what can I do to get into this team? That's the question to ask. You know, If your child doesn't want to do that, doesn't feel comfortable doing that, then that's the question for you. And it's not an aggressive thing. It's, you know, look, what really want to get into this team, what can we do? What, what, what does he need to do to do it? And you know, he's prepared to work hard, she's prepared to work hard, what have you. Um, from that conversation and from that nice open question, I believe you will ascertain whether or not that place is for you and your child. Because what that coach should be giving you is really good information as to what your child can do maybe at home to get better um, maybe within the sessions to to make this coach think yep i want i want him or her in my team but if they're struggling to come to you know come to some conclusions with this that might tell you that actually you know this this person is probably not going to give my child a chance in this team and therefore i need to look elsewhere um it may be that they you know they're there to make up the numbers which sometimes happens maybe maybe the coach is a really nice person um and doesn't want to have a difficult conversation around look i don't think you're good enough to get into my team or i've got a squad of players that i, I like and i like to work with and they're they're the team i, I don't think you're going to get in but having that nice open conversation in a in a non-aggressive way will probably help you understand exactly where you're at and then you can take it from there. Um, so definitely do that. Definitely be talking about, about that. What can they do to get into this team? What can they do to, to get off that subs bench and get more playing time? Um, the other thing to think about as well is what have they learnt in the last, say, three months and what are they likely to learn in the next three? And I'll give you a little bit of, a, of an example. If you've got a player who has maybe been promoted to a new team or joined a better team than they were at and they're spending more t time on the bench than they're used to, for example. That might not always be a bad thing. And 
what I mean by that is that if they're training with better players generally, then actually that might improve them. So if they're there for, say, three months and still not breaking into the team, you can draw a line under it and say, OK, well, what are they, they've got that three months development there. What's, what's next? What are they likely to learn in the next three months? What have they learned prior? And what are they likely to learn next? And if you're struggling to come up with answers to that, then, yeah, I think that could be a, a conversation to have with the coach to say, I think it's time that we, that we left. Because it's not always a negative thing, like I say. Yeah, you want more playing time, but maybe training with these better players that, that's likely to help their development anyway, likely to help your ch child's development anyway. Uh, the issues that arise, obviously, when perhaps um, you know, they're, not, they're not learning, that perhaps they've gone to a team and they're not getting anything out of it, they're not getting any game time, they're not likely to get anything out of it or any game time and so on. And, um, and then, yeah, you've got to make that decision based on what your child wants and also what you're seeing as well. Uh, but yeah, definitely from a learning perspective, there needs to be red, red flags raised if there's a lack of development opportunities within that sort of three to six month window. Um, we, we probably have a, a real life example of this and we're, you know, we're quick to shout about how good we think we are and how much you know, we, we try to do the right things, but we don't get it right all the time from a coaching perspective. And we're, we're, you know, we're, we're openly vocal about this. Um, and so an example recently was there was um, a little boy that had been coming to our sessions, one uh, of some of our, our little sessions for, um, for, for a number of months, and he'd never won Player of the Week. Now, for us as, a, as, a, as not a team, uh, that Player of the Week certificate or Player of the Month certificate is a, it's a, big, it's a big deal for a lot of our children. And it's rare that this happens. It's very rare that a child doesn't receive it over a, you know, a period of months. And this child has left. This child has left and we need to reflect on that and we have reflected on that. And if we had maybe spoken to that player and that parent about what they could do to get player of the week, if we'd recognise some of these red flags maybe, then that child might still be with us and getting the benefits that we know all our members get from a development point of view and so forth, an enjoyment point of view. Um, it's something our coaches are, uh, are taught, but we're human and we get things wrong. Um, there's maybe changes of coaches in sessions and things like that, and something has clearly been missed whereby this, this little boy should have been spoken to in the right way, in a positive manner to say, do you know what, if you do X, Y and Z, I think you're going to be looking at getting Player of the Week soon or Player of the Month and, and talk to the parents about it as well. There's, when we've got to the bottom of this sort of thing, there are reasons why this has happened, but unfortunately, the, the parent and the child has not been spoken to about what they can do. So it's, um, that's a learning point from us. And like I say, we, we need to be honest with our failings as much as we are with our wins. And this, that's a, a case in point with this example today. Um, but I hope that helps. It's a, it's a minefield. It's tricky. But from, from a coaching, from a purely, look at it from putting my coaching hat on, I think children in football teams need to be playing matches. Um, once, certainly once they get to a certain age, they need to be playing matches and getting that game time. Training's great and you can do mini matches in training, brilliant. But I think being in that match sort of day environment is, is what some kids want to do and they need to feel that, they need to be involved in it. They feel part of the club, part of the squad, part of the team. And if they're missing out on that, then you know it's, it's maybe a time to have a conversation and hopefully, You'll have a coach that gets it, 
and does the right things and is honest. He's honest because we hear this time and time again where, as I said before, it's either a coach that's maybe um, not 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 confident in having those conversations, those difficult conversations. Nobody wants to make a child upset, um, you know, not on purpose. And maybe they don't want to have this difficult conversation with you as the parent and, and your child because they don't want to upset you. They don't want to make you angry. Why is my child not good enough? Blah, blah, blah. It, you know, the, there's a lot of coaches out there that would simply keep quiet because they don't want the aggravation. And football is so subjective. What we think as coaches about a child, about about talent, is very different to what their parents probably think. And it can open up a whole can of worms. But ultimately, I think coaches just need to be honest. And I think if you as a parent go and approach this in the right way, you should get an honest answer. And if you don't, and if you can smell you know, a little bit of nonsense, then it's probably not the right place for your child anyway and go find somewhere where there is absolute 100% transparency and this is what you need to do to get into the team. Let's get to it. So I hope that helps. Um, we, we, we're loving the questions that are coming in because it helps us put these podcasts together for you and, and just bits of information. We'll get some blog posts out as well for those that prefer the, the blog style stuff. But Please message us. We, 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 we really want to know what you guys want to hear about. And we, we're not trying to say that we're, um, we're experts and everything else, but we've done this for a long, long time. And we've gone through every eventuality and every little thing you can think of, spoke to thousands of children, thousands of parents. So we have some clues and we have some ideas and we just want to know what you guys want, want us to talk about. What do you need help with? Any questions, please just let us know. Uh, if you're listening to this on, on our podcast stations, please, please subscribe. If you're listening to this on Facebook or wherever, YouTube, please subscribe. It just helps us make sure that we can reach more people. Share it with whoever you want to share it with if you feel that there's some value in there. Thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. <laughs>